Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. Hope you've had a great week and that you've done what I always say, that you've made it count. And what does that mean? What does it mean to make it count? It's something that I say every day, but I don't just say it because it sounds good. I say it because I've thought about it. You know, we go through so many experiences, moment to moment, week, day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And sometimes it feels like we're just putting one foot in front of the other, but not necessarily being conscious or intentional about what those steps are. Sometimes, you know, we're just doing what we do, that there's a routine in our lives that we follow. And of course, we need to have routines. We can't have each moment be, well, what I was about to say is we can't have each moment be spontaneous and fresh, but maybe we can. The thing is, there does need to be structure within the course of our lives and in the course of our days in order for us to move in an intentional way, that we need to think ahead and contemplate what is important in the moment, what is important as we look forward, because sometimes when people act fully spontaneously, uh, they cannot consider the impact of their actions or their words or even their thoughts on the next moment. So it, it's an interesting thing. On the one hand, we want to be spontaneous. We want to be in the moment. And on the other hand, we do need to create some kind of a long or longer view that helps us to stay in alignment with who we believe we are, what we value, and what we want for our lives. So it's a constant balancing act that I believe we go through. And if you read different philosophers and contemplate uh, the meaning of planning versus spontaneity and you know where you find a balance in there, you'll, you'll discover that there are many conflicting views about this. I do think, as I say all the time, make it count. Making it count is super important. And, you know, how do we do that? How do we do that? How do you do that? How do you make each moment count? Do you make each moment count? So in the happy times, in the joyous times, we certainly feel like we're making the moment count. And honestly, we're not thinking about it. Because when we are experiencing joy and delight and comfort and connection and love, we tend to just be in the experience, not considering, you know, from another vantage, what does this mean? Uh, how did I get here? You know, it's afterward when you have this wonderful moment and then you're either resting from it or you're in a different one that may not be as wonderful, that you go, wait a minute, how did I get there? And what can I do to experience that great feeling of love and comfort and connection again? What happens when you're not in that great feeling, when you're not in that great space, when something negative is creeping in and feeling like it's taking over. 
I ask this question because as I have just been paying attention to people in the past week, since the last time we engaged, I have noticed many people are stuck in a space of worry, in a space of challenge. Uh, many people are feeling contracted, certainly not all. But again, people don't connect here on Dream Leapers Inspiration generally because they just feel everything is great. I want you to come too, but usually we connect because we're feeling something. We'd like to get a little support to buoy us up when things feel challenging. And that's great. That's that's perfectly fine. That's why uh, Dream Leapers Inspiration exists to help us ignite inspiration within each other especially during those times when maybe we don't, it doesn't feel ignited at all. So welcome everyone, everyone who's joining right now. We are talking about getting inspired in moments when we feel stuck. And the focus today is not to worry. Instead of worrying, make a plan. And that quote is actually mine. Don't worry make a plan. Instead of worrying, make a plan. I was working on my book. I believe it's Choosing Truth, which is a book about the inner journey. I'm pretty sure it was in that book that I um, contemplated and wrote a lot about this notion of, in, of instead of worrying, make a plan. Because I was stuck in worry. And I want to say that this happens to me. It still happens to me, even though I spend a lot of time contemplating how to engage light, how to engage freedom, how to how to be in alignment with the universe so that I don't get stuck. So even anybody who has the false belief that because I host this broadcast, I've got it all together. Not true. No one does. Well, maybe somebody, but we all have to realign ourselves with our core to realign ourselves with the universe in, in order for us to experience the greatness of the moment, to be in the flow, which we started talking about uh, at the outset of this broadcast, to be in the moment, to fully be present in that moment, we have to be in alignment with who we are, with what we believe, and with the source of creativity that lives within us and everywhere. And it is likely impossible, if not close to impossible, to connect to that space when we are stuck in worry. Now, what do people worry about? People worry about their health. People worry about their family, their relationships, their work, their money, their homes, the environment. Uh, there are probably lots of other things, but External factors as well as matters of the heart have us worry. Very, very often one external factor that's at the top of the list is money. And I think that people make the mistake of believing that if you have your money right, the whole world is going to be fine. It's going to be better. Now, I'm not going to say that it isn't smart to have your money right. It is. But I've talked to enough extremely wealthy people who have more resources than they could ever use for themselves or even their immediate family 
who still get stuck in worry, who still have health challenges and other things that befall them and their wealth cannot eradicate whatever the challenges. So wealth is not the antidote for worry, for the challenges that come our way. Coming to peace with whatever that moment has brought us and making a plan for how to live through the moment and forge ahead, to me, that's the antidote. That's the solution. Instead of worrying, make a plan. Think about it. You could sit. Now, I was sitting where I'm staying right now. There's a rocking chair on a porch, literally. And so my daughter was sitting in the rocking chair moving. She was going. And as I watched her in this rocking chair, it was funny because one of the things that I do, and now she has inherited, is this nervous habit of shaking my leg. And she was not shaking her leg because she was sitting in the rocker and she was able to use that uh, motion in a different way because the chair supported her. But as she was sitting in that chair rocking, I thought, okay, people do take a moment often to engage in, uh, in, in it's, it's almost like stillness and agitation at once. The movement in the rocker can be intense. It could also be peaceful, but it, it can easily be intense. If any of you all have ever done it, you know, the rocking chairs are not things that I feel people have that much anymore, but here's this rocker on the porch so we were sitting in it. And in this controlled moment, you can go to town rocking and shaking and oh my goodness, all the stuff swirls up inside of you and what do you do with it? If you sit with it long enough and breathe and invite it to dissipate, well then you're like the old, the elderly, our elders rocking in the chair and you're letting it go. You're letting it go. You're coming to a space of peace. You're allowing yourself to just be like the elders say. Just be still. And after a while, that that rageful rocking can calm down and end up not even rocking at all, but just being still. Sitting in the stillness of the moment when you allow yourself to let go of whatever is worrying you. When I have not given myself permission to let go of the worry, I've gotten a sick stomach, a headache, inability to sleep, uh, agitation toward people that I love. A lot of negative stuff bumbles forth when you allow worry to be your focus. Worry begets more worry. You know, you, you consider this one thing may be going wrong now and another thing is coming and another and another and another. Do you ever talk to people who, whose minds work like that and they're in a spin about all the negative things that have happened in their lives and where they are now and where they believe they're headed. And it's just, it's again, like that, that, that agitated rocking and everything that's going into their being is something negative and it feels like it's spiraling out of control. And I know you've talk to people like that. Maybe you've even been that person on occasion. Here's the other thing I know. Nobody wants to hear it. If you are one of those people who does that, 
Notice if you can. Be the fly on your own wall, you know, the, the little birdie on your shoulder. When you start going in complaining and you start spiraling, what happens? Do people walk away? Do they tune out? Do they try to jump in and change the subject? Generally speaking, people don't want to hear that. Now, let's say you have people who do want to hear it. They are pot stirs, you know, S stirs, right? They're the one, oh, yeah, they like it. And they, they keep helping you stir the pot, but then they walk away and your pot is still filled with all this stuff. So I want you to pay attention. When you are worrying and you keep filling your pot with stuff that is making the, the ingredients boil, like the worst stew that you could ever make. Think of what, what would be in that stew? What would the contents be in that stew? And what have you put in there? And if you eat it, if you consume whatever that stew is, what would happen to you? So for me, when I begin down that road of worrying and the what ifs and, oh my goodness, if this happens, then what? And if that happens, then what? And I just start going, going, going. And the pockets full and thick. Sometimes I get heartburn. Just from the mental exercise of thinking about these things that are bothering me. Not doing anything, sitting in the chair rocking or shaking my leg. When I stop and I say, hold up, Harriet, wait a minute. You don't have to stay on the spinning wheel. You can stop. And, you know, that pause, that pause of meditation, of breathing, of allowing yourself to just be still and to empty your mind and your spirit of all that negative stuff that's been coming up, really allowing it to go away and then sitting with yourself and then asking yourself, what can I do? to move forward. It may not be, what can I do to fix this situation? What can I do to uh, cleanse this pot of gook that I've created? Maybe just have to throw that out, start over. It's not how can I fix this, it's what can I do to move forward? What plan can I create to move forward? Because in this moment, I can make a plan. I can make a plan to move forward now. And I believe, as you know, I believe in these two things about making these plans. One, when you sit with yourself and you really listen to the voice inside, it will tell you what's the big idea, what's the big dream, what's the big thing you're supposed to be doing. If you ask yourself that question, what am I supposed to be doing now? Your being, that divinity that connects you to the universe speaks. If you listen, you're going to hear, what is that thing I'm supposed to do? And usually it's a big idea or a big concept or like a thought that while it may be simple, it feels big. And so then you need to concretize that. How do you do it? You write down what comes up in your meditation and then you write down small steps that can help to get you to the goal. 
It's the small steps that are, are the most important part of this process. Because if you just have the big idea, you're stuck with it. It's a concept. You can talk about this lofty big idea you have, but it doesn't go anywhere. It is when you concretize it, when you say, okay, this is my idea, and this is what I'm going to do with it. Like there's a woman who works on a project with me who uh, we all went on a retreat recently. And she admittedly is very, has been very lethargic. Basically, she, she proudly talked about how she doesn't move. And she has the body and life to prove it. She's very overweight. She's got some health concerns. And she was very honest about it. She wasn't trying to pretend it wasn't true. And one of our uh, coworkers was completely engaged in fitness and health and was talking to her about it as we all were doing these adventures, you know, like we were in the mountains and we were climbing and just doing stuff that many of us don't normally do. I, I certainly don't. And at first she would say, I'm not going to do anything. I can't do this. I don't do this. I don't move. I mean, she was, she was claiming hard the things that she doesn't do in order to not take care of herself. But somehow during this trip, she got motivated to consider another way and committed during this trip to moving her body, walking at least a block every day. Now, you might not think that's a lot, but she wasn't moving at all. She was walking to her car, getting out of her car, walking to the mall, to the store, whatever. She started walking a block a day. It is now 60 days. And she walks more than a block. And she's lost, I think, about 15 pounds. She's changing her life. Before, she was stuck in worry. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm too heavy. I can't do this. And she would laugh and joke, well, you know, my husband says I should do X or Y, but I'm not doing that. And the I'm not going to do somethings were weighing on her being. And yet she kind of owned them and was kind of sassy with them because this is what we do as human beings. We figure out ways to uh, make whatever we're doing look better than maybe it is. Anyway, she was motivated to make a change in her life. And now 60 days later, she has a lot to be grateful for, starting with a fresh mindset. And this is someone, I mean, I have no idea what her weight is, but I'm going to say, based upon just knowing what the human body likes and needs, I would say she's carrying around probably 100 pounds of extra weight. That's a lot. Strain on your body, strain on your heart. And the fact that she would make this choice to sim do simple things, move her body, every single day, at least a block. This is not running a marathon. It's taking care of herself. Instead of worrying, instead of being stuck, she chose to make a plan. What about you? What are you stuck about right now? What, what has, what it, within your being, within your mind, has you stuck? Usually there's something. What is it for you? Think about it. 
What has you feeling stuck? What has you worrying? What in your life makes you worry right now? What? Tell yourself. You can write it in the chat box too if you like. Um, but really, you're telling yourself. I mean, for me, what is making me stuck? When I ask myself that, look, okay, here we go. I'm going to put all of us on the spot in the best possible way. You want to meditate for a few minutes? I think if we do that, that'll help us. So that we're not just wondering, what am I coming up with? What am I coming up with? Let's, let's, let's meditate on it. So I'm going to find some, my assistant's not with me today, so I'm going to find some meditation music. And put some on. While I'm doing this, can I invite all of you? I'm going to invite all of you to get in a comfortable posture. Sit with your feet flat on the floor, please. I'm going to start this thing this way. So please, put your feet flat on the floor. And you know how I like to ask you to do this. If you can have no shoes on, really plant your heels into the floor and the balls of your feet into the floor as if you are grounding them literally in earth. All right, am I hearing this? Let's see. Yeah, here we go. Oh, it's not trying to let me, so we'll just do it without music. All right, everybody, close your eyes. You can put your thumbs and your forefingers together over your knees. Just breathe. Oh, breathe in and out. Just breathe naturally. But you know, when you stop, as you're sitting to meditate and breathe, you may notice that you breathe deeper, and that's good. Because so often we breathe very shallowly. So right now, I just want you to breathe. Breathe fully. In and out. As you breathe in, breathe in light and healing. As you breathe out, exhale any discomfort in your body. Breathe in light. Exhale discomfort. Breathe in light. Exhale discomfort. As you continue to breathe very naturally, ask yourself to allow whatever it is that is making you worry to emerge, to come to the surface. And don't be afraid. We are together in this experience. You are not alone and you are strong enough to face whatever it is. As you breathe in and as you exhale, ask yourself to allow whatever you are worrying about, about to come forth so that you can face it. What is it? What is that thing that's bothering you? Maybe it's a broken heart. 
Maybe it's a health challenge. Maybe it's a conflict at work. Maybe it's a misunderstanding with your children. Maybe it's disappointment in yourself. Maybe it's boredom. Maybe it's anxiety about money. Maybe it's concern about your physical space. What is it? What is it? What is it for you? Allow whatever it is to come forth and show itself. What are you worrying about right now? And if you're one of the few who's not, nothing's coming up, good for you. Still do the exercise. Allow yourself to be transparent to yourself. Just breathe and ask yourself, what's going on inside of me? What do I need to release? Is there anything there that's making me uncomfortable? It may be finger pointing. I'm mad at somebody who did me wrong. I'm worried because someone hurt my feelings because circumstances out of my control seemingly have put me in the position I'm in today. What is it? Whatever it is, allow yourself to see it. If you feel it creating tension in your body, breathe through it. You're not inviting it to well up in your being and get stuck. The idea is to release it. So breathe. Whatever's coming forth, whatever that source of worry, of discomfort, of agitation, whatever it is, see it and invite it to go. Use your breath and the light of your breath to see it, to illuminate it, and to allow it to dissipate. Let it go. Just let it go. Don't think about it. Just let it dissipate. Just like clouds dissipate. If you attempt to watch them, they move on, they dissipate, they turn into something else. Don't hold on to the source of your worry, even if you think it's not going anywhere. You know, if you owe a lot of money, just because you think it away doesn't mean it goes away but the worry can go away. And if the worry goes away, then you can make the plan. Yes. So whatever it is, if you have a health challenge that is monumental, bring it up, allow yourself to see it, let the worry attached to it dissipate. When you allow the worry to dissipate, then you can make a plan and figure out next steps. Whatever it is, if it brings tears, allow it to bring tears. Tears can be soothing, can be cleansing. Whatever is coming up for you, allow it to come forth, but do not let it get stuck in your being. Breathe through it. 
Breathe through it. Bring it into the light and let it go. Let the worry go. The situation is probably not going to just poof, go away. But the worry can go away if you let it. Breathe and let it go. Breathe and let it go. If it's stuck in your body, breathe and let it go. You feel it weighing you down now that you have invited it to show itself. Don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck in your body. Breathe and let it go. Trust that if you let the worry go, you'll be able to see more clearly to know what to do next. So sit in this space of peace that you are creating. You have allowed the worry to go. That doesn't mean that whatever you are facing is gone. How can you face it? What do you see if the worry is gone? What do you see? Just look at it naked. What is it? What is before you? What do you see? And what can you do with what you see? What do you see? What can you do with what you see? We're going to make a plan. What comes up as the first step of your plan? What do you see? Whatever you see, I want you very gently right now to open your eyes and write it down. What is the first step? What do you see right now? Write it down. Write down that first step. What do you see, everybody? What's the first step in moving past worry and making a plan for you? Write it down. And as you write down the first thing, if other things came, write them down. Your heart is telling you the steps to follow in order to move past worry toward planning and manifesting a way beyond whatever the challenge is. I'm going to read you one quote before we go. My quote for today, I told you, is... Instead of worrying, make a plan. That's my quote. But also, I found one for you. Let's see. Yeah, here you go. If you ask, what is the single most important key to longevity? I would have to say it is avoiding worry. Avoiding worry, stress, and tension. And you, if you didn't ask me, I'd still have to say it. That's from George Burns, the comedian. Come on. If you ask what is the single most important key to longevity, I would have to say it is avoiding worry, stress, and tension. And if you didn't ask me, I'd still have to say it. I love that. I, he was a comedian. Make yourself laugh. Find joy. Figure out how to engage peace and joy and lightness 
especially when you feel worried. Laugh, dance, move your body, find your joy. When you do that, it's so much easier to look at whatever is going on in your life and to make a choice, a baby step that will help you to move past whatever the worrying is. It may not feel like it right now if you're really encumbered by something, but I know from personal experience that it works. And so I invite you to meditate, to allow those worries to come forth and to invite them to dissipate. And then ask yourself, what is your next step? What can you do now to make a plan to move past that discomfort? You can do it. Hey, guess what? Doing it this time doesn't mean that you're not going to have to do it again. This is life. It's a continuous process. This works, my friends. So I encourage you to do it. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste. Bye, everybody.